Welcome to the Meb Faber Show, where the focus is on helping you grow and preserve your wealth. Join us as we discuss the craft of investing and uncover new and profitable ideas, all to help you grow wealthier and wiser. Better investing starts here. This episode is brought to you by 10 East. Longtime listeners know I've invested in private markets quite a bit myself, but with access to these markets broadening, it can be hard to know where to find vetted high quality offerings. That's where 10 East comes in. 10 East is a platform where qualified investors can co-invest on a deal-by-deal basis across private equity, private credit, real estate, venture, and other one-off opportunities typically unavailable through traditional channels. They're founded and led by Michael LaFell, who spent his early career building Davidson Kempner and who invests material personal capital in every offering they bring to the platform, aligning interests with 10 East members who co-invest at their discretion. Join numerous founders, executives, and portfolio managers from leading investment firms who use 10 East to diversify their personal portfolios. Inquire for membership at 10east.co. That's the number 10east.co. Matt Faber is the co-founder and chief investment officer at Cambria Investment Management. Due to industry regulations, he will not discuss any of Cambria's funds on this podcast. All opinions expressed by podcast participants are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinion of Cambria Investment Management or its affiliates. For more information, visit cambriainvestments.com. Today, we're going to do a fun, short mebisode. It's been a while. The title of today's talk is, What If You Own No U.S. Stocks? Let's begin. Stocks for the Long Run by Jeremy Siegel is one of my favorite books. If you were to ask me what the single most universally held belief in all of investing is, I'd say it's stocks are the best way to build wealth, full stop. And I don't disagree. After all, the largest strategy I manage is a long-only U.S. stocks fund, but I don't necessarily agree either. Now, U.S. stocks are the starting point and the largest allocation for almost every investing portfolio we see, and they likely should be as they're the world's largest stock market at around 60% of the total, which is 10 times larger than the number two ranked country, Japan, which is astonishing on its own. And US stocks have compounded returns at around 10% forever. And the crazy math behind that is if you hold them for 25 years, you 10X your money. And after 50 years, you 100X your money. So $10,000 plunked down at the age of 20 would grow to be a million dollars in retirement. Amazing. So it's natural that when we poll investors on Twitter that U.S. stocks are the most universally held investing category. But stocks can go a painfully long time with flat performance as well as nauseating bear markets. And they can go through painfully long periods underperforming other assets too. So what if there's another way? What if you could build wealth without owning any U.S. stocks? Blasphemy! I had fun over coffee recently with our asset class backtester, And I'm going to describe some stats for U.S. stocks, as well as an allocation I'll call not U.S. stocks. Now, I limited it to market cap weighted assets. I didn't use any active management. And it took about 10 minutes to come up with. The percentages don't really matter. It's just trying to make a point here. And the stats across the board are near identical. You can click on the link in the show notes to view the chart and tables. But I'll walk through them all here now. If you look at since 1972 through 2022, U.S. stocks did 10.2% a year. Awesome. Our column of not U.S. stocks also did 10.2% returns. The volatility, sharp ratio, standard deviation, Sortino, maximum drawdown, and percent positive months were all near identical. In fact, I think if you blinded 
the title of either column, you wouldn't be able to tell A from B. Now, the equity curve line is a little different, but again, they get to the same place over the course of 50 years. This allocation includes things like REITs, ex-US stocks, corporate bonds, US and foreign bonds, and gold. If you don't believe me, and most people don't, this sounds fantastical that you could have an allocation that does not include US stocks. But here's another example. Most people, while they mostly own US stocks, they don't usually only own US stocks. So they may have a 60-40 portfolio where 60% is US stocks, 40% bonds, or maybe a global market portfolio of all assets. So I thought we'd compare if you took a look at US stocks and took them out altogether of an allocation and replaced them with ex-US stocks. For the Americans out there, that would be foreign equities. And if you look at something like the global market portfolio today, held it consistently back in time to 1972, you end up with a pretty nice allocation. Now, it's not optimal, but still totally fine. For example, the returns of the global market portfolio are 9.07%. And this global market portfolio with no US stocks are 8.68%. So you're looking at a roughly 0.3% difference per year. Again, you can look at the show notes to get the exact data and the tables. But in reality, my belief has always been things like taxes and expense ratios and fees will be more important than the exact percentages of what you own. Don't get me started on things like behavioral problems. But again, the volatility, sharp, Sortino, max drawdown, and percent positive months were near identical. And these results are consistent all the way back to 1926 as well, where from 1926 to 2022, if you did the global market portfolio, you did not as high as the returns in this last 50 years, but 7.69% versus the global market portfolio with no stocks is 7.11%. So roughly around a 0.5% disadvantage for almost near identical. Now, if you did the global 60-40, that's pretty similar results as well. And the whole point is that you have to own something. Now, for many Americans, it's a house. But my point is it really doesn't matter so much what you specifically own as the mindset of being the owner. We like to talk a lot about housing and the reason it's a great investment is not because the housing specifically was a good investment, but rather that's money that the investor would have otherwise probably spent. If you have to force to pay a mortgage over 30 years versus having that cash in your checking account, likely as most of us hedonically We'll adjust and go spend that money rather than save it. And if you really wanted to have some fun with this simulation and look at something that really moves the needle, you could use strategies like active management like trend or factor tilts like value or momentum and come up with at least historically simulated portfolios that are vastly superior to portfolios that only own US stocks. Personally, I believe you can get higher returns and lower volatility and drawdown with these additions. And while including no US stocks, all the while, certainly is better to include them. I would direct you to read some of our old Trinity portfolio white papers, as well as our global asset allocation book, Shareholder Yield, all of which are available for free to download online at mebfaber.com or cambriainvestments.com. Thanks for tuning in to this very short Mebisode. Thanks for listening and good investing. Podcast listeners will post show notes to today's conversation at mebfaber.com forward slash podcast. If you love the show, if you hate it, shoot us feedback at themebfabershow.com. We love to read the reviews. Please review us on iTunes and subscribe to the show anywhere good podcasts are found. Thanks for listening, friends, and good investing. Uh.
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.